Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hello, Ball Nation. Welcome to another episode of Believe in Tennessee Football. I'm your host, as always, Kyler Kerbison. Join us, Reed Bacon. Have another great podcast. We are breaking down the entire 2023 signing class. Everyone. We watch the film. We tell you what we see. We tell you what kind of players we think they're going to be once they get here. (laughs) Some of the guys are already here, so it's very exciting. Uh, Before we get into any of that, if you guys are watching and listening, please subscribe, like, hit that notification bell. Uh, if you're just listening, rate and review. Uh, leave five stars, download and re-download. Um, helps us so much. We have merch now. I'm wearing the shirt right now. How we doing, bud? T-shirts. They make great Christmas gifts. You get it in orange and white. Uh, so go ahead and check that out. Um and uh, yeah, so appreciate you guys so much. Uh, let's jump into the podcast. The game. Snap, the kick is in the air, and the kick this time is no, sir, Reed. No, sir, Reed. Final score, Tennessee 20, Florida 17. Pandemonium reigns. Loads up, fires long for the end zone. The pass is going to be caught on Tennessee. Tennessee wins! Caught it by Tennessee, Jawan Jennings. Jennings makes the catch in the end zone on the Hail Mary. Down at the 35, to the 40, to the 45, to the 50, to the 45, to the 40, to the 35, 30, 25, 20, 15, 10, 5. What did he do? All he did was score. Joey Pitt, touchdown on play number one. All right, so before we jump into the podcast, got to shout out our number one sponsor, betonline.ag. It is the place to go for betting. It is your number one source for betting. They have all the odds, all the team totals, all the parlays that you could ever want, and they cover every sport. You got NFL, you got NBA, you got tennis, you got golf, you got baseball, you got everything you could think of. It is the place to go if you're going to bet on anything and make anything exciting. So for first-time signups, go over to betonline.ag and for a 50% welcome bonus, use promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, at checkout and receive that 50% welcome bonus. Bet online, where the game starts. All right, welcome in, everybody. Have another amazing podcast for you. Um, we're going to break down every single recruit that we had here on signing day. Listen, we are recording this on Sunday, so there might be some differences between the list of guys that we're talking about and the list of guys that actually signed, but I think we're going to touch base on a lot of them. Um, early enrollees, hard commits. All of them. So you guys can get a little better understanding of what's going on. But first, before we get into all of that, Reed, how are we doing, bud? Tyler, how are you, big sexy? <laughs> I am good. Check out my new, check out my new, my new swag. 
Yeah, it's the uh, no big deal. It's like the sideline gear or something that they get. You know, no big deal. They gave it to me. I was like, hi, I'm doing such a good job for this podcast for you, preaching your praise. Give me some hoodies. And he's like, get out of here, loser. So I <laughs> so I ordered it off Fans Edge or Fanatics, one of the two. Yeah. He was like, here's your here's your uh here's your promo code. Go online. <laughs> your pro <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Um man, nice weekend. Uh been been fun, relaxing. Um Nice church service this morning and, and ready to dive into this. It's weird. I still, I guess, don't like recruiting or I still technically don't keep up with it. Um, but we've gotten much better about it, I think, just because of the pod. And we know that people like to listen to it. And Yeah. Obviously, if we want our pod to do well, then we got to do what some people want to hear. Um, and so, but I, once people have committed or definitely like, you know, the early enroll early enrollees like they're part of the team now so it's like i'm happy to watch them and see what's up and and, mm-hmm. and kind of I, and, and i am excited to hear about you know what what your uh thoughts are um you know on some of these guys so i i'm, I'm legitimately excited about that part too so excited to record and then um i will say i've, I've got some bets going on right now so i might be checking some scores <laughs> titans don't play till four o'clock but what an electric electric world cup final i i i should have woken up and gone to 9 a.m mass i didn't but i still got home in time for the extra time and pks which was i don't know if you even saw it but no nope. um, <laughs> what no it, i don't think i watched a single match i i, I like i like i've said on here like i i enjoy watching the world cup i really do it's just the emotion and passion for it it was an incredible game. I mean, there was people saying it could be like the best finals ever. I mean, because Messi and Mbappe um, in, in or whatever his name is uh, had a hat trick for, for France. So it's just like two heavyweights going at it. And, you know, I love PKs because I think true soccer enthusiasts don't want PKs because it's kind of like, you know, it's yeah, not like, like you shouldn't let it go get like get to that. Like where it's just like a free kick on the goal. It's pretty much like, basketball players shooting free throws exactly like that's what that's what decides the game like people don't like it right and i and i get that but as a non-soccer guy like i think it is in in the entire i mean the the last little bit that i made it home from church to watch i mean i watched i guess the extra time and the pk so i guess and just in that moment like you can just feel that pressure that's why i told you like it doesn't matter what sport i'm watching if it's for a championship or you know that that pressure is being felt in the atmosphere. I'll watch it. I'll, uh, seriously, I'll, I'll watch imagine, it. Imagine if we did that for football and we just went back and forth field goals. Oh, it'd be – I mean, that, that would, would be intense. Be intense, dude. It would be very intense. But I, would, I wouldn't I would like it, which, you know, so. No, you um, hate it. But I, and I, and I did win some money. Uh, so I'm, I'm on a nice little hot treat, knock on wood, which I had a little FCS. I always bet on North Dakota State. Because when Tyler played at SIU, I learned how good North Dakota State was. They actually scared me. South Dakota State just covered with ease for me. And then I woke up this morning, and I was like, you know what? I was like, I don't know who's going to win this World Cup, but I do think it's going to be a draw. And how the World Cup bets is like uh, – it's kind of like the the trifecta. You can either bet Argentina to win, France to win, or draw. Because it's they do it based on the 90 minutes, not extra time not uh, pk so i did a draw i put like 
I think I put like 35 bucks and won like one, one twelve. Nice. <laughs> so that's a, that's a nice way to start the morning. Heck yeah. And you would have thought zero, zero, but not the case. I say, yeah. I took it, whatever it was, but anyways, let's dive into this. So well, first off, how was your weekend? Uh, it was good. Um, haven't really done much, but went to uh engagement party last night for one of Brian's friends. So that was fun. Um, Where'd you go for that? PH Craft Cocktails. Huh, where's that? I don't know. It's like, it's like around uh, 4th Avenue. Like when you, like when 4th kind of turns into Thompson Lane, you know? But anyways, I'd never been there before. And it was fine. But it was also, there's another group there too. So we had like almost 50 people together in this one. And then there was like another like graduation group on the other half of the bar. And it was like two groups. There was so much going on. The bartenders were like a little slow too, because there were so much, so many people. Yeah. I mean, but they had like a little bit of buffet out. That was good food. It was good to see friends and um, actually saw another Catholic alum, Matt Seaver there. Oh, Matt's my guy. Yeah. I love Matt. Matt's, Matt's a good friend of mine. He's a very, very good guy. Yeah. So talk to him what for a second. He, but, was there, um, he was there for the other graduation or whatever. No, he was. He actually knew the uh, future husband while we knew the future wife hmm. of the engagement. So that's cool. Yeah. Uh, so it was good. It was a good time. That was fun. Um, nothing much else to report yeah. on the weekend, but uh but watching film, <laughs> watching film on 26 guys and uh, trying to break down everything and see see what I – and some of these guys, even though in film I was maybe like, well, I didn't see much or there wasn't a lot to it, I can still – now that we're past year two, can kind of determine like, hey, this is how he's going to fit in the offense. Hey – what position will he play on defense? Will he maybe play that star position as a DB or safety like he has been in high school? I don't know. So, like, now we can kind of, like, expand on what they're going to be as opposed to just, like, what they are in high school. So, that's nice. It's funny you bring that up. I I agree. I think the same thing. I, I, I feel like I have visions of, like, I've already seen these players making plays because of – the person that was in front of them doing it and how they fit in and, and things like that. And I, and I like this class. Um, you know, one of the first things that you said is how many more defensive guys we have. And, and, and I love that for, uh, I love watching the defensive films. Um, I obviously have so much trust in our offense. That's mm-hmm. like, let's get, you know, I want, I want some blue chippers on offense. I want them all over the field, obviously, but you know, I, I will still always feel like we can scheme up Well, we – I feel like Coach Hype and the offense can scheme up guys offensively. Hey, you're in those he, meetings too. They don't want me in those meetings. <laughs> Coach Hype would be – We need to get the ball to Reed Bacon right here. Right. Coach, Coach Hype would be uh, addressing the team, and I would just interrupt him and start talking, and he's just like, <laughs> what the going on? This guy to go here? <laughs> so um so yeah I, I yeah i'm excited i'm excited because like you said it's like 
you know, he's going to have his three, four guys offensively, and he, he can make shift with the rest. And so defensively, it's like get us some good corners, get us some edge rushers, and and, and watch some problems happen. So um, so what we'll do is and, – and, and, the, and the funny thing about this is it's like some of these guys I couldn't find their senior year films. Some of them didn't put them out. Yeah, I know, and, and and half of them don't need to. I mean, Nico definitely didn't need to. Um, so the funny thing is, is like I still haven't even seen much of Nico in 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 the all these years, the past year and a half or two years, however long we've been hearing his name, and he's been committed. Like I still legitimately haven't even seen like much of him, um, except for like a, there was like one game that I think like you know Max Preps or somebody went to, and so they watch it, but it's not like an overview highlight. Um, and yes, people, yes, we did talk about going to practice. I did want to go to practice yesterday. Kyler obviously lives in Nashville, and so it was, he wasn't going to be able to drive in for it. But I did fight the good fight, try to get us to do it. We did talk about maybe trying to sneak to a bowl practice, but we'll, we'll see. I don't I don't know if it's going to happen. Probably not, but we'll see. Yeah, so they, uh, they leave for Miami on Christmas Day. Mm. So not quite going to make it. I'm driving okay. in Christmas Eve or Christmas Eve Eve night. So yeah, I don't think it's okay. gonna happen. But um, well, anyway, so so Nico, we'll, we'll just start offensively, and, I, and and Kyler and I are gonna go down quarterback, you know, then wide receiver, running back, offensive line, all that good yeah. stuff. Um, so Nico is funny because he's the biggest blue chip that we have in this, but we'll probably talk about him the, the least, I guess, just because it's just like obvious. Like there's an obvious yeah. reason why he's five star. <laughs> right, right. You, you don't gotta so, break down film to see that. Um. You know, he's six six. Uh, you know, one ninety five. So he needs to put a little weight on him. Like a little string bean makes me nervous. But he's still just like very athletic. Um, you know, like his volleyball background like shows that too. I wouldn't say he's the fastest guy in the world, but like no, there was yeah. Hendon. You know what right. I mean? So it's just like he has the mobility to make guys miss. Um, and man, like. He has the rocket, and he also has the touch. He he just has it. He can drop it in a bucket. He can also hit a a post with zone linebackers in the way and still rifle it in there. Um, and he also he can throw with weird arm angles, side arm, all that kind of stuff. Uh, I mean, yeah, there like <laughs> like I, I I would argue that if his name his last name was Manning that he would be the number one quarterback in this class, but you know politics go into it a little bit too. Sure, sure, absolutely. Um, yeah, for me, the quick stuff about Nico, um, I tried to pick up on stuff and that that maybe you have people haven't heard before in the very little bit that I got to watch. Um, obviously the quick release, everyone knows about that. The arm talent people knows about that. People know about that. I like what you said though, because I felt like he can make, not just physically make all the throws, but he did actually make the throws of dropping in the bucket. He can put a little touch on it. Like he'll, he'll get it out quick and fast for a little screen route, but it's not some bullet that is, is not a catchable ball. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I mean, if it hits your hand, you should catch it, but there's catchable balls and then there's some that are like, Hey, what are we doing here? You know what I mean? And so my favorite throw that I did get to see his was like, um, it was like a little skinny pose, but it was kind of at the depth of almost like a deep dig. And he just, he rockets in kind of like you said, over the linebackers in front of the safeties. And it's just like, it was so effortless with him. Um, I like that he kept his eyes downfield. I thought he played, he has that persona 
and that swag about him that like he just knows who he is. He knows his abilities. It doesn't seem like he's ever going to get up too up, too down. He's just kind of mm-hmm. like that California cool, which is pretty nice to have sometimes in a quarterback. Right. Uh, it's kind of like Coach Hype. I mean, Coach Hype kind of has that same like just cool, calm, you know, demeanor. Um, but but and, and you made a great point. He's he's not the fastest, but he just needs to be athletic enough. That that's it. That's yeah, it. That's it. I, I I also want to talk about like these early enrollees. I think Nico is a perfect one to like talk about this like subject matter. We have a ton of guys that are early enrollees, which is awesome. And you know, people have asked in the comment section like like what like what it, what does it add? It 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 literally gives them almost like a year up on everybody else in their class. So they come in early enrollee, they get into practice right now. They are getting taught the offense or the defense right now. They are in film getting pushed this stuff, pushing it on them. They're throwing everything at them. They're teaching and coaching up everybody else that's playing, but they're also trying to teach these young guys. And they're just throwing every single concept they can. Some things are going to stick. Some things aren't. But as a coach, you just pick that shit back up and throw it at them. Now, you know, spring practice comes. And guess what? We start day one install inside zone. So it's like you just do it over and over again. Then the third time they get it introduced to them is camp. So by the time the season starts, it feels like you already know everything. While every other freshman that came in in June, they it's the first time hearing it. It's the third time for you guys. Whenever Jack Jones and Chance Hall, they came in early, early enrollees when I was there. By the time we got to the season, they were so far ahead of everyone else in their class because of the early enrollees and they understood the offense so much, they ended up playing their first year. So, yeah. like, it really does make a difference coming in early. It's awesome that all these guys are able to do that. And honestly, I think it's like 10 – 12 guys? I mean, 14? How many? Yeah, I think it was like 14 or 15, yeah. So, like, 14, 15 guys? Like, that's, that's an is that unheard group. of? Because, like, I don't remember it being that many when I was playing or when I was coming out that could even have the chance to do that. It's, a, it, I mean, it's an entire unit. I mean, literally. Yeah. I mean, there's 11 guys on a field at once, and we're bringing in, like I said, 12, 13, 14. Uh, I'm glad you answered that because I know people ask that. I know you weren't an early, early enrollee, and I'm happy for you that you weren't because I think you – it was kind of known that you were going to be a redshirt anyways. Mm-hmm. And, like, for part of it, I'm like, man, you only get that second semester of senior year high school one more time. <laughs> that's true. And it's a blast. It's That's one of the that's one of the funnest times. Like, as a senior, obviously, it's great in the season and playing. I mean, you have a blast. Those are the best moments. Those Friday nights are great. There's also some – obviously some stress involved I mean you want to play well you you want to win and it's just like if you if you do well and you kind of have everything in the in the books it's like that that second semester's workout get ready and just enjoy enjoy your last couple months of high school before you know it gets real so and that's why I'm happy like you we kind of knew you were going to redshirt anyway so there was no reason to to kind of jump in it so quick Yeah. yeah I definitely enjoyed my last semester in high school, so I'm glad that I stayed. Um, yeah. Um, so I went uh, I went receivers next, um, okay. and I would like 
I would like, if I'm allowed to, to start with Nathan, Mr. Big Leacock. So I am, I'm impressed with Nathan. I like Nathan a, a good amount. And if you oh, remember, when we, if you remember when we broke his film down, we said, I, well, maybe I said, I don't know if you said it, but I was like, I don't get why this guy's a three-star. Like he looks like a four-star to me. Bang. Fast forward a couple months, four-star. I mean, what can I, I mean, I can coach for Hypel. I can go work at on three, <laughs> go, go balls 24 seven rivals, whatever. There's like a million of these companies now. So, like, just, I mean, just sign me up. Well, aren't they calling Reed? I mean, and then, yeah, Titans, they got a a vacancy GM job. By the way, if I was a Titan GM, you'd be my first hire. They'd be like, oh, we're going to fix the left tackle problems? I'm like, damn right we are. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. Damn right we are. (laughs) They're like, 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 is he still in his plane? Is he still in his plane weight? I'm like, yeah, he's he's too big. He's too sensitive. I'll help you find one, but I don't know if I can play left tackle right now. No. Um, anyway, so so Nathan Nathan Big Leacock, I, I I like him a lot, Kyler. 6'3", 200. He was Big. one of the guys. He was one of the guys that I was running around at the when we went down on the field at the Florida game, and I was getting around like walking by these guys because I like to do the body test. Like when yeah. we're practice, I try to get close to these guys. And be like, does this guy seem? Uh, hold on, real quick. Does this guy seem bigger? Does he seem smaller? Does he, you know, whatever the case may be. And, like, you know, we saw Brew McCoy. And I was like, Brew's not as big as I thought he was going to be. Played played bigger, and so that was great. Then there's some guys that I see, and I'm like, oh, he is bigger than I expected. Nathan was one of those guys mm-hmm. that I walked by on the field that day, and I was like, good-sized kid. Like, he yeah. already seems like he is a not just tall, but he was filled out, a little bit good-sized, bigger. Like, he felt like – He'd already been in a college program. Now, here's what I like about Nathan. So, his speed and how smooth he is and his ability in the open field does not match his size. A guy that's usually 6'3", 220, usually cannot move that that well and that fluid. Yeah. So, it's like, it's like okay, th- that's a plus. Then, like, he he did a multitude of things. Now, the, the one and only baby knock that I would potentially have is, like, I, I don't know his route running because I couldn't really see it because there wasn't like, there wasn't much. It was like, he beat someone over the top. He did have, I think my Touch favorite screen. Right. My favorite play of his honestly was like maybe the third or fourth play. He had a thing on huddle that you could watch and it was, um it was all touchdowns. So it was like every, yeah. every play was a touchdown and it was a cool highlight. And uh, 23 like, on the year. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, producing out his butt, you know, yeah. but like he comes in, takes a you know, takes a little three step slant, catches it, and he plays. He is a big guy, but he plays big and he plays physical. And it's like I love when you watch football, and like you see somebody get hit, and it doesn't look natural because people just fall off. Yeah, like, he's breaking tackles he's, left and right. right. Right, he's not like lowering his head like you know Derek, you know Jerome Bettison or or or, or Derek Henry, somebody. He just does. He just moves a- a- along with his life on the field and people yeah. just kind of flake off. And I love, and I love to see that. Um, and so, yeah, I, like I said, t- to go like hand catcher. I love that. I saw that he had multiple catches. So like I said, he had a jump ball in the end zone. Mm-hmm. He had the over the shoulders. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, my favorite one was a slant. He has a guy draped all over him on that slant. He catches it. It doesn't look like it affects him. And then he house calls it. He leaves the rest of these dudes in the dust. Dudes that are 
you know, probably 15, 20 pounds lighter than him. And he's just, go, he's ghosting him, bro. Like he's taken off. And I'm like, that is, and, and like I said, it looks natural. It looks fluid. And I just, I, I was really, really impressed. Like I said, the only knock that I would have about him is like, I, I don't know how good his route running is. I haven't seen I mean, yeah, you, one you, route. You I don't know about his route tree. Like, right. Like I saw him run a whip route one time and it looked pretty horrendous. I don't, I mean, I, <laughs> but, but I think it was also because like, I don't know if anyone was necessarily on him and like, it's also, and, and it's also like, what did Jalen Hyatt run this year? Like we're running go routes, baby. Like we're running go routes. Can you and, run and, a post and can you run a go? Cause that's what matters. Right. And, and it's funny because Jalen and he, completely different type players with size wise and stuff like and Nathan is already a beast in the open field. I mean, Jalen wishes he had those open field, but there was one where he fires off some corner in high school is playing in man coverage. And Nathan just takes off one step inside, gets around and that quarterback's getting people in his face and he just throws it up to a spot. And it's that perfect. And I'm like, okay, I can see this. I can yeah. see him playing in the slot and burning someone, catching it, and going for 65 and, and, and kneeling. Like, yeah. So, like, I could I could picture it. So, anyways. Uh, I, off- I agree with everything you said. I, I'm, I'm right on track with you. Like, I wrote down, like, speed pass guys, tough catches, um, just a big dude, breaks tackles left and right. One thing that I, that I was thinking about, like, his quickness, we'll say, not speed, just quickness, and the way he, like, moves on the field – if you watch NBA, it reminds me of Luca in a way yeah. where Luca doesn't look like he's going fast at all, but somehow he makes the dude fall over or makes a dude miss him or makes a dude like think he's going another way. He doesn't look like he's going very fast. It's kind of like just so fluid and like it's almost slowed down, but it's still just they just go for it every time. That's what I got, like that feeling from Nathan. It was just like a little bit, and the guy would be like, "Up," and fall over, or just like drape off of him. Fantastic comparison. I mean, who knew we were going to get a Luka Doncic comparison? (laughs) But I'll say this, Luka is not fast, but he is, you're right, he's just so fluid and whatever. I actually thought of my guy, which he's still my guy secretly, but it is a massive bummer, but like he's like A.J. Brown, bro. Like A.J. Brown would catch it in the NFL, and he would take off, and it's like, he looks like he's moving fast, but like, how is he leaving those dudes in the dust? Like Tyree Kill, you're like, and you can see him leaving. You can see <laughs> he literally him looks like Mario Star, like, ding, 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 ding. yeah, yeah. But AJ Brown catches it and he just leaves people, and it's like, well, that's kind of weird. Like, he's just leaving them like that, and then yeah. he like people try to tackle him. And AJ was one of those first people that like a receiver I saw, and it was like he just kept going on about his business, and people would just fall off. And I felt like that exact same thing with, with Nathan. So I, yeah. I love Nathan. I was happy that he got the four star, uh, the fourth star. I mean, because I felt like he deserved <laughs> it. Um, you know, a, a pretty good offer list. Um, you know, Michigan's on there. Hell, I love beating out Michigan. I mean, do I think they're a better program than us? I mean, they've been in the college football playoff the past two years. They got good history. I personally would still come to Tennessee over Michigan, but I love that we beat them out. Um Florida's on here, Kentucky, uh, Miami, which, I mean, Miami had a terrible year, but they're above us in the ranking, so it could have been easy to go there. Uh, I mean, it's a, you know, it's a nice offer list. Um, yeah. I think he probably deserves a few more offers. I, I mean, personally, but I, I like this kid a lot, a lot. I do, too. Lot. I do, too. I think so. he's a great addition to that wide receiver core. Um, okay, next up. Now, I do want to ask what you think because – 
there's two guys that are technically listed as wide receivers of Cameron Seldon and Jack Luttrell. Jack put out a senior highlight type of all defense and kick returns. And Wait, you, Cameron Seldon is almost his whole highlights running backs, right? Like being a running back. So I'm not even sure if they technically are wide receivers. <laughs> I, where did you the one I've always seen about Jack is he's a safety. Uh, I, I have a uh, 24-7 pulled up. Not that I think it's the best one. I just pick one and go. It, well, so, that was uh, like his junior highlights had wide receiver and safety on there. And then he had like multiple like plays as a wide receiver where he would come to camp and make plays. And like I just saw uh, back and forth of like your wide receiver think, listed here, but DB listed here. And I just didn't know like what side is he? Is he with Willie Martinez? Is yeah, he's He's going to be defense. I, okay. Yeah, he's yeah. okay. Okay. So they have him. List, they have him listed as a safety. I I never thought he was anything else but a defensive back, and that's not the fact that I don't. I think he could be a receiver. Uh, and, yeah. and call. I think he could play either side of the ball. But everything that I've seen, he's been safety. Um, let's talk about. Let's talk about. So for me, what I have is we can go uh, uh, Nate Spillman really yeah. quick, and then we'll go Cameron Seldon, and then we'll continue on because I okay. like I said I don't. I, I have Jack on defense. So Nate Spillman, this one's going to be really quick. And once again, I should have said this to start the pod. I still feel somewhat uncomfortable even talking about this because these guys, uh, for me personally, like I would say they're all better football players than me because they're all gotten a scholarship to the University of Tennessee. So I don't want to – I feel bad talking bad about these people because I – well, first off, I want them all to be successful. I really do like – I want them all to go and have great four or five years or three years and enjoy their college time and – have the most success. So um, this is just sheer, just purely like what I see and not that I think I'm better than them or anything like that. Now it's different for you. I, I say this all the time when we're talking about players. It's different for you. You yeah. were a big group. You did have offers to go everywhere. You did go to UT. You did produce. You did have a time in the NFL. So like it's different coming from you. But um, for Nate, it's exact. Like I couldn't even find a senior year highlight film. So it was the first one I watched again, the one that I watched recently. Yeah. Um, Me too. Listen, like there's he's fine. He's 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 a good he's a good above average high school receiver, but nothing special at all. Which which what I saw. Now he could have gone out this senior year because I know someone mentioned to us that he was injured uh, and maybe didn't get to play as much. I will say the things I do like about it, dude was dude was coming from a great program and learning from Trent Dilfer. Like mm-hmm. he's going to be the type of guy that's going to come into the program and is already going to be head and heels above people because of the coaching and even the program. I remember when I went to Memphis and like, I was so much more prepared than other people, not only the the, the game of football in general, mm-hmm. but how to go about your business as a football player. Catholic was run like a college program, the way that we worked out, the way that we practiced, the way that we all handled ourselves, like everything about it was like a, a miniature college. Um, and that really prepared us. That that's not even including when I got to uh, Memphis and we we're, were practicing and it was after practice one time and I I think we were like showering and like getting dressed and kind of just that like locker room time and and some of the other DBs were asking me about like cover two cover three like quarters and to me in my head I'm like what the fuck is going on here like like this was before trolling was a thing but I'm like are these guys messing with me I was like dude these these guys literally don't know this stuff because they were just said hey go man this guy up or, or, Hey, you got this deep third. And, and that mm. was it. 
And so, like, they would come and ask me questions and pick it up. And like I said, like, they thought I was smart, but I'm sitting here thinking, like, bro, I, I knew this stuff because, like, I was playing Madden when I was, like, in third grade and just yeah. put, the concept, you know, put the concepts together. So that's one thing about Nate is, like, he's going to be coming from a good program. The other thing is, too, his brother – and I hate, I hate that. I hate that. It's not fair to Nate to be, like, maybe he got a scholarship offer because his brother's, you know, one of the best players coming in next year's class, linebacker, you know, stuff like that. I don't like saying that stuff. It happens. It just that's the way of the the world, but I I feel like it's unfair to him. But you know what, Nate, you got the scholarship offer. You're going to the University of Tennessee. The, you you have you got the opportunity, as everyone else, to go make the best of it. Just personally, what I've seen, like there's not there's nothing really special there that gets excited. Doesn't mean that he can't become something good. And that might just be like that. That might not be your fault because that's what you've seen. There's literally not that much out there. He didn't do anything for his senior year. He's got his junior year on there. And then the plays he put on there are all go routes and streaks. And he shows good speed. That is a, that's definite. He shows good speed. That's great. He also shows the ability to track the ball in the air um, over the shoulder catches. That's great. That's awesome. But like on his highlight film, like he's not putting the full route tree on there. He's not putting every play that he's done. He's not putting a play where he breaks tackles and he jukes a guy out. Those aren't on there. What's on there is him speeding past dudes. Now, we just had a Blitnikoff winner who just sped past dudes. So to say that that's a bad thing, you can't really. But I understand where you're coming from, where it's like, I don't see anything. Like, I don't see anything else besides that. And, I mean, that's just because it's not out there. Now, coaches could have definitely seen a lot more from him in camps at – tournaments seven on seven all that kind of stuff that really told them hey like we want this guy on campus so how about how about how about a phone call to Trent Dilfer it's like what do you think of this kid yeah exactly I mean you know Trent's gone now but like it's like yeah yeah, call him up hey what what like what is it about this kid and you know obviously Trent can shoot, shoot him straight I hope he would and not necessarily like you know, just try and sell his own player, but like, hey, like, yeah, in my experience, this is what he does. But um, I still think it's a good addition. Six one and a half, one ninety four, like, still good size guy. Um, but we'll see. We'll see what happened with him. Uh, I think we go Cameron Selden. Yeah. Now Cameron is one of my favorite recruits in this really. Whole- Yes. All right. This is gonna this is gonna be good, people, because I like him as well. But I got some big questions about him. <laughs> I love I love Cameron, and I I um I don't see him as a wide receiver. I see him as a running back because of what he's put on film. He's putting great plays at wide receiver on film. Yeah, that's awesome. But when he gets the ball in his hands in the backfield. And hits the edge. This man runs the hardest I've seen in a while on anybody's tape. Um, never goes down off one tackle. Always breaking tackles. He is faster than every single person on the field. I mean, he literally is. Um, he, he, he's he got good vision. He's able to cut and, and find holes. Um and, you know, I think this team really his, – his high school team depended on him. It was like yeah. we have to get the ball in his hands. He's the only one who can do this. Uh, 
and I'm sure you're about to say the exact same thing, which is why you have questions about him, competition. Because when I look and I'm watching him run away from a 5'8", 140-pound DB, it's like, all right, well, you look like a man, but you're 6'1", 220. So why do you... Why do you look like a man at 6'1 over all of these high school kids? Like you're telling me there's not a kid on there that's your height. <laughs> they all look tiny compared to him. So I think that's the one part. But I, like he he looks like he's pissed off when he's running. So that's what I love. So I like I like Cameron a lot. I think he's a he's a great size. I mean, he's a specimen looking dude. 6'1", yeah. 220. Um, I mean, 6'1", 220 with how quick he moves, how fluid he is like that. That's an absolute problem. He is the definition of a ball player. Like we, we say that a lot, but he's the definition of a ball player. Like if someone asked me about Nathan Leacock, I'm like, dude's a stud, really good receiver, good player. If someone asked me about Cameron, Sound, I'm like, he's a ball player. Like, because he is the true definition of he's the team. He has to put the team on his back. He's putting that that school on his back. And it's like, if they need a play, we're going to hand it to him. We're going to direct snap to him. We're just going to chuck it up. He's going to play safety. Like, he is just the team. Mm-hmm. I thought he's one of the more fluid athletes that I've seen. Um, it's a joke of how well how, – how, how good he is. Like, it really is like – there's a crowd of people around him and he just, he, 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 he pops out. I mean, this is one of those that you turn the YouTube tape on and everyone's like, dude, did you see his highlight? Did you see his highlight? Like, this is silly. Like it's a joke. Now, some of it is a little bit that I was like, okay, I don't know how good the competition is. I, I, that actually is not the reason why I had some questions about it. Um, because he just made, he was a grown man. Like he made everyone look like, like, like kids. Mm-hmm. Um, and the reason that I might not necessarily be worried about the competition is because of his attributes. It would be different if he was, you know, 5'10", 175, and not as fast as he is. Yeah. But he has he has all the attributes to still do what he's doing there at the next level. My thing is, Kyler, like, he's, he's a guy that I could see, like, everyone being really excited about and, like, hey, we just got to get this guy the ball. But then, like, he doesn't fit in anywhere. That's my biggest thing is, like, mm. not playing receiver. Like, I don't see him playing receiver. Doesn't fit in the offense. I mean, yeah, like, I don't see him playing receiver. He's a body catcher. I mean, his best catch he had was an interception, and it was a great go up, high point, get it, super athletic. But all his ones on, on offense was, like, kind of body catching. He had one across the middle. He kind of body caught it. Um, and so, for me, my worry is, like, I just had this envision of, like, year two, and everyone's like, where's Cameron? Where's Cameron? And it's like he's, you know, he, he doesn't have a role yet. He's not a true running back. He's not a true whatever. And mm. it's like you have to be a super, super special person to be like a Debo Samuel to where, like, you can do a little bit of everything. And, like, you have to be so special that they game plan for you. Is Cameron going to come here and be so special that, like, Coach Hype's like, well, yeah, I can't play him at X or Y, and he's not my starting running back or even a, a spare running back, but, like, I want to get him the ball. You know what I mean? Like, Why? Like, what? What makes you think that him at a running back position doesn't fit? Because I think I think that was the one thing that we agreed on before the season or into the season was like, imagine if we had a Jameer Gibbs at running back or one of these uh, Bijan Robertson 
from Texas at running back on this offense too, like how dangerous we would be. And I feel like Cameron can be that guy. Obviously he has to grow a little bit more like in knowledge and just experience, but like, man, like (laughs) you said, like coming out of those piles of people, like it reminds me of like Adrian Peterson in the NFL when Adrian was just like, moving dudes and throwing guys off of them and just kept running. Like that's what Cameron looked like in high school. So that's why I have like hope that he can do that when he gets to college. And I completely agree. That is my hope as well. I hope that he goes in, he puts all of his eggs in the basket of, Hey, I'm going to play running back. And I think he could be a fabulous running back. Now, you know, I don't know what the coaching was like, where he was coming from. I don't know how in depth he is with, um, you know, picking up, you know, you know, uh, protection, you know, plans and picking up blitzes and stuff like that. And that's okay. It might take a little bit of time. And that is what I think too. But I'm saying like, for some reason, I could see it being like, he's, you know, so athletic and so good, but like, he just can't find a spot Mm. that like, matches it and so that's where I'm a little bit worried about but yeah no I see him physically I see him and and his gifts like he would be I think he'd be really a really good option at running back and this will be one of those guys that when we go to spring ball I'm gonna be like okay where is he right now where's he playing and then I want to watch him and see how he you can tell how well someone's picking up the game and how well they know the game by just how they're how they're playing in practice are they playing at full speed are they you know kind of kind of playing with confidence or do they or kind of look scared. like what's that or playing scared right or are they a fish out of water and it's like you know that guy's big and physical and strong but like why does he look so timid why does he, because he's thinking and so that's where i want to say no so i, I agree with you like I, I i definitely think he's gonna be a running back i think that if he can pick up all the other stuff he could be he could be he could be special like i said because physically he's there offer list is a nice offer list um you know, uh, another Michigan on there that, that, that we beat out. Um, you know, he's got some, you know, North Carolina, you know, Syracuse, Virginia Tech, Wake Forest, West Virginia, uh, Penn State, you know, all those I think we should beat out. Um, and, and so I'm, I'm excited to see how this one plays out. Like Nathan, I think Nathan is like, if someone asked me about Nathan, I'm like, he's coming here and he's going to be a contributor at some point. Nate Spillman, I'm like, I probably don't see it. I would be very surprised. And then with Cameron Seller, I'm like, I'm very excited, but like I want to see where it fits into the puzzle. Yeah. Okay. But, but uh, I do, that's fine. Uh, I think it's a good transition into the running back room. Uh, yep. We talk about our one running back commit of uh, Khalifa Keith, six one two twenty five, and he looks a lot thicker than Cameron for some reason on film, even though he's listed five pounds heavier. Um, just a thick dude. He is a one cut back. That's what he does. He glides along those blocks, finds the hole, puts his foot in the ground, runs straight downhill, baby. That that that's it. There is literally nothing else on his tape. There's not him catching the ball. There's not uh, a toss. There's not a pass block. There's nothing else on his tape. That is it. So it's hard to determine how well of a running back he will be holistically. Um, And it's also like these two guys of Cameron Sullivan and Khalif Keith are nothing like the running backs we have now. 
They're both big dudes. We got quick guys now. We got quick, small, can fit through the tiny gaps, and it's working well for us. So I wonder, is this what Heupel has always wanted, is the bigger back, but could never really find? Or it's just like, I can't pass up letting this guy go uh, because he has shown flashes of exactly what I want. So I don't know. I don't know how they're going to fit in the offense. I don't know how the offense might change just based off the plays we run because we have bigger backs. Um, but I wish I could have seen more of Khalifa Keith. So right now I'm very much like he can do one thing. Reminds me of uh, Tom Smith. If people don't remember, I think 2013 class, possibly. Um, he Or wait, 12, maybe. Yeah, I think he was underneath me. But, yeah, Tom Smith from, from Florida. It was all just downhill, one-cut running. That's all he ever could do. <laughs> Uh, it left me wanting more and not left me wanting more, meaning his skill level. Um, but just like you said, like that, like it was weird watching. Cause I'm like, this is impressive. Dude's one cutting and going and he looks like a big boy. So I'm like, is he going to run some people over? But then like, he just left them all in the dust and like, he doesn't look like a burner, but yet he's burning people. And so it's kind of <laughs> like, it's kind of like, okay, like I like the size, um, you know, there like yeah, there wasn't much else to see there. This this seems like to me, besides the obvious of what you said, is like he's a completely different than a Jabari Small, Jalen Wright, Dylan Sampson. So it's like okay, this is our you know kind of pounder, kind of keep going. Um, you know, four four minute drive or or four minute offense. Let's pick up some of those hard yards. Um, and it also was like in a way like this guy seems like the guy that's like not going to do anything super special uh, or have any like amazing plays, but yet you just look up and he's just super productive. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know if people like kind of know what I'm talking about, but like you play with the guy maybe growing up or like you watch this guy and you're like, he just does everything like pretty well and nothing's like a splash, but you look up and it's like, Oh wait, like double K had, 23 carries tonight for 144 and like a, a touchdown. And it's like, wow. And like yeah. that, you know, he's averaging 4.5 yards a carry. Great. Right. right. Good, and good production. Like that's kind of what I could see, you know, kind of get that vibe. I think is the best way to put it. Cause I, you know, I, I still want to see it and stuff like that. Um, yeah. So like I have on notes, like good size fluid. He's, he's pretty fluid for, for his, mm-hmm. you know, size and stuff like that. Um, yeah, um, yeah, kind of explained about that. The other thing is too is like the offer list was a little. I mean, I know he was a, he was committed to Kentucky, and we, and we got him to flop, uh, which is nice. Um, and the offer list is like it's a little weird because it's like some of these smaller Division One schools, but then he still has you know, like I said, Kentucky and Tennessee. He's got a Florida State. Um, you know, he's got a Miami. He's got a Mississippi State. He's got a South Carolina. Uh, so once again, some of those teams that for some reason we're in, 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 in recruiting battles with everyone's all, even though I think we're in better, I think we're in much better position than those. Like, I think we're better than Kentucky. We're definitely better on the field than Miami, but for some reason they're recruiting decent right now, you know, South Carolina beat us, but I still think we're obviously a better program than South Carolina is right now mm. or pretty much all the time, but even projectile wise. And so like, I'm glad to see that we've won that recruiting battle. Um, 
don't want to repeat myself. He's one that I'm excited to see and, and practice. He will be a guy that I'll be excited to go like, let me see what his size is like. Let me go yeah. like, is he I mean, is he a fire two parameters that get you excited for practice? Guy that you don't know a lot about in Khalifa Keith or guy that you you honestly see how freaking great they are. That that, that that's it. Like those two things excite us for practice. Be like, oh well, I can't. I haven't seen a lot. I've seen a couple things, so now I want to see more. Um, so I think him and Nathan Spillman like fit in that category. Yeah, and sometimes it does work out. Like, you know, not to give us a bunch of kudos, but because we're the best at what we do. But we did go to practice, and immediately we were like, "Who's that?" That's Dylan Sampson. I was like, "That's my guy." Because remember, I really liked his film, and you were like, "Wow, I love the way he runs." Then we talked to the offensive line. Well, you were talking to the offensive line, and they're like, "We love this kid. Like, he's a really good runner." And everyone was already at that time yeah. fired about Thomas, and we looked at Justin Williams Thomas, and like I said, fish out of water. Like, just did not. And mm-hmm. we saw it. We called mm-hmm. it. And now the season's gone by, and dude's transferring. Yeah. So it's like, and, and once again, not saying that I don't know that he. Could, I hope he goes somewhere and plays and does well. But I'm just saying, like, you can tell things. So I will be excited to see some of those some of those different things. All right. Now we're talking about Ethan Davis and then we'll get into your big heavies offensive linemen. Um yeah. so what, what go ahead and you kind of start with uh with Ethan. So with Ethan 6'5 221, um obviously he's going to have to put on some weight uh to play the tight end position. Um on his film, I did like the fact that like he did have a good amount of jump balls on there. He was very successful at them. He is a basketball player playing like the way he plays and and you watch like he finds the open zone he boxes out linebackers to try and get to the ball he once they get close to end zone they throw jump balls to him like he's getting rebounds like this guy brings basketball into his play all the time and he and and this is why i know he loves basketball is on huddle he is still updating every basketball game and highlights from every basketball game, even though he is a Tennessee football commit. Like, he loves basketball, and he transitions that into his play. Um, I think he has okay speed. He's not going to burn anybody. Uh, one thing that I'm like, hey, you're 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 going to have to integrate into your game, which I don't think he has because he didn't show it on film, is more blocking. Like, Princeton Fant is one of the most electric tight ends and like was able to do so many things. And it's like, as a tight end coming in, you're like, Oh yeah, look at that. That's so cool. But maybe they didn't notice how much he blocked. Like Princeton blocked a lot, like out of the backfield, out on the slot, blocking for other wide receivers. Like he had to block a lot. So as a tight end, as a bigger body, you are going to have to get used to that. You're going to have to get really good at it. Um, And then his film, it's so funny with these guys. They'll put in the most mundane, dumbest plays that don't show me anything. And then five plays later, they have one that shows me exactly who they are and who I want them to be. He would put a screen in where he got three yards or four yards on it, and he made the first guy kind of miss the tackle. And that was all he got out of it. And then five plays later... He has a play where he is sprinting downfield to try and get blocks for another guy. And like, that's what tells me more about you. That's the play you need to put on first and to show me who you are as a football player, not 
not the random screen you caught for three yards. Um, so like, I remember like it transitioned into those screens and I was like, what is this? Like, why is this on here? And then I saw that play and I'm like, Oh, I actually like this guy. <laughs> like it like changed my opinion of him. When I saw that play, like when I see you put in effort that has nothing to do with you, that doesn't get you yards, doesn't get you stats, doesn't get you anything else. If you're selfless, like an offensive lineman, I like it. I was just going to say Kyler, he's a four-star tight end that is 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 I would say a pretty high prospect. He's not going to just put freaking first one's not going to be him running down to get a block. I mean, he that could. just shows that you're lineman, so like He should. He should cuz I gear Listen, if he puts that first, it runs downfield to go block for somebody else. And that coach puts that up on the board and he's meeting with every other coach because they do that. They'll put a highlight tape up and they'll all be sitting there. That that offensive line coach is going to stand up in the meeting and go, offer this motherfucker. We want him. Look at him. Look at his freaking effort. I, I, I can, you know what I mean? Oh, the amount of O-line coaches I could see get up there, freaking Harry he's taking up there. Listen, this is like one of the best guys that I've ever seen. I love this blocking. Sam Pittman getting up there. Man, I tell you what, you can't get anything better than that. You can't get anything better than that. Coach Mo going up there. Hey, buddy. Hey, buddy. I'm freaking excited for this guy. I'm freaking excited. I want him on our team. Like, I see it. That's just how it is. So, that, that's what I'm saying. If if you show me effort first, you show me – you know, fortitude, you show me selflessness first, I'm all on board. Okay, once again, sorry, people, for that uh, offensive lineman coming out from Kyle Kerberson. Let me say this, Kyler, he's not an offensive lineman. He's <laughs> That's tight, true. So, I get what Very you're Very close. I, he's, he's about 60 pounds for being one. We need – no, I know, I know. Okay. Um, athletic but I thought it was a good point that you made, like, he's not overly fast. So, like, mm-hmm. I was hoping he would maybe be that much more – and I don't mean to start off with a negative because I like Ethan a lot. Now, he got injured. Um, it wasn't able to play his senior year, if I'm not mistaken. I thought I saw where he hurt his shoulder pretty early on in the year and had to – I think had to get <laughs> surgery or couldn't play anymore. I would like to see him be a little bit faster because I want that dynamic. And I'm not saying he can't be, but I was wanting to see that – dynamic tight end. So it's kind of like, you know, let's talk about the best of the best. So, you know, you got Travis Kelsey, you got a Mark Andrews, you got a George Kittle. So it's like, if I'm seeing this, like, are we going to get the George Kittle that can do it offensively? I mean, that can do it pass catching, yak and blocking, or is this more of a Travis Kelsey type, you know, or is it, you know, a little bit in between like, um, you know, like Mark Andrews or whatever. So, for him to not have blocking on there, I'm like, let me basically see that you're an oversized receiver playing tight end, which he kind of is. But like I said, I wanted just a little bit more speed and quickness. Yeah. I loved his um, – I love that his first highlight that I saw was exactly what I want to see, him running through traffic from in the red zone, you know, maybe 18 yards out, and they throw it up high and he goes up and catches it. That's what yeah. I want out of my tight end. I want you to – Get you know you got a little traffic with the linebackers, the the nickels trying to stay with you or safety's trying to stay with you, and you just go up, catch it, and hey man, just too little. You know, put my hand down, John Morant, you too little, can't guard me. So I love I love to see that. Um, 
this is also we can bring Luka Doncic back in this. Like he's still very athletic and very fluid without being like a burner. So that's okay. Like you can be athletic and don't have to be super fast. A fantastic offer list. A fantastic offer. Like he is legitimately kind of that blue chip. I think if he plays his senior year and has a really good year of film, like I, I mean, maybe a fringe five star. I, I, I don't know, but I mean, if you're the, um, you know, let's see. So. I don't know if this is right, but it's uh, number six. No, he's the number seventh player in all of Georgia as a tight end. Like, that, that's pretty impressive. I guess the number six tight end nationally, if I'm reading those correctly. But, like, the offer list that I love to look at, I mean, like I said, Tennessee, but then you got Arkansas, Auburn, Cincinnati, um, Colorado, which I that's a whole other topic for a whole other time. I think they're going to be trash. So, really. Um, Yes, I don't think they're going to be there. Uh, Florida's on here. Florida State's on here. He's a Georgia kid. He has a Georgia offer. Love that. Love Mm -hmm. that. Um, Kentucky, LSU, Miami, Michigan State, Mississippi State, Ohio State, Oregon, Ole Miss, Penn State, Texas, Texas A&M. What I say? Blue chip. Everyone wants him. His offer list is – his offer list is five stars. His mm-hmm. size and his ability is five stars besides that speed. I like Ethan a lot. So that's why I felt bad talking like little bit of negative saying I wish he was a little bit faster. I think he's a very good hands catcher. I think he um, is pretty good in traffic. You know, like he doesn't have those guys just flake off of him, but he is good in traffic. He'll make one or two guys misses, miss and then might get brought down. But like a lot of his catches are in traffic, what you need as a tight end. I could really see him being a nice weapon. You know, mm-hmm. Jacob and Princeton were good weapons, but, like, they weren't great weapons. I would say they're, they were pretty good tight ends. They would do a little bit of everything, but, like, I could see Ethan being a nice weapon to work that middle of that field. Yeah. You know how we you know how we wanted to sometimes on those third and fourths, and they would throw it to Princeton? Always the play actual pop, baby. <laughs> No, yes, that I love that. But I'm talking about when it's third and four in Georgia and, and Princeton plants in the slot, it makes me pull my hair out because they want to throw it to him and he wasn't able to keep these guys off his back. And it wouldn't make like that's where I do think I could see Ethan uh, feeling comfortable yeah. enough for something like that. So yeah. yeah, I'm I'm very excited. I think he doesn't get talked about enough for being and I think it's because he committed so early. I don't think that he gets talked about enough as being like someone that could be one of the better players in this whole in this whole class yeah that's 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 the potential i think that he has well that's awesome yeah i mean that's great i you know i, I think he does have plenty of potential so i'm excited for ethan also um to throw in the uh juco transfer he got from uc davis uh mccallan castles before we moved to the offensive line but like six five two forty like fits the mold is actually a really great pass catcher, like really good hands, makes some really good catches. Um, And he's got the size, you know, he's got experience already. He actually went to Cal first, then transferred. Now like this is his third team. So like he's an older guy, which will be nice to replace two older guys. But, you know, obviously you're still waiting for Jacob, but two older guys, possibly being gone. So uh nice addition in the transfer portal as we'll just go ahead and talk about that. All right. The best position in football, 
the big uglies up front, the hogs. Um, let's start with old Shamarad Umarov, um, the big boy. 6'6", 337 out of Georgia. I like Sham, man. I like him a lot. I liked him before we watched this film. I thought he had really good technique. His feet on pass sets are great. Uh, his base that he keeps when, when, when he's on there, just a good wide base. The only thing he's got to work on, and every tall man does, it is getting low. Um, he, yeah, he struggles. We got to lower that back. I don't want to see your numbers when you're, when you're blocking. Um, he gets away with it, obviously, because he's 337 pounds and he's six, six and he's stronger than everybody else. So he can stand up as much as he wants. Hell, I was standing up like a freaking tree when I was in high school. Cause I could, yeah, I would get away blocking just standing up. So that's something he's going to have to work on. Um, one thing about uh, his play, and you didn't get to see it as a part of it, but it's something in our offense that we do a lot is pull our tackles. We pull our tackles on counters and powers and get around the edge. And Darnell Wright was one of the best at it. Um, his athleticism and his ability just to take dudes out, you don't get to see that in, in Sham's film. You don't get to see that part of him, even though I know that it, it's going to be an important part once he gets here, is his ability to get in open space, his ability to find blockers when he's got a lot of traffic moving in front of his face. Um, that's tough to do, and we'll talk about another guy coming up that actually does that a lot. Um, but I I like Sham. I, I like him a lot. I think he's got a lot of potential, um, and he's already – huge like you can't coach size you know what I mean like I like I always had a little bit of an issue recruiting 250 pound 260 pound dudes and then be like yeah we'll put weight on them like guys like it's they get a little weight on they're not even sure how to move anymore then they're stuffing their face every three hours just to try and put on pounds and it's like the most miserable thing in the world for them um, and it's like, they're, they're just not built to have lead in their ass. Like if I want an offensive lineman, I want a big base, big legs. I don't want a big top. I don't want just like super wide shoulders. These little skinny hicks he's standing on, which I've seen before, but it's like, I want a big wide base, big feet and big hands. Like that's what you want out of offensive lineman. Um, and he's got it. So I I'm, I'm excited about Sham for sure. Uh, I'm going to be quick on some of these offensive linemen. Um, obviously, that's, that's your that's your specialty. I like Sham as well. Uh, I like Sham from the moment he committed and we watched his film because I felt like he was all in. When I felt like he was going to, like, all the games, like he was coming up when we saw him in person. I mean, the most typical offensive lineman I've seen, um, long hair, dudes wearing, like, a cutoff muscle shirt to like a, a official or unofficial or official visit. I don't know what he was on. He, we got, got to walk by him, big man. Like this is a compliment in the best way. Dude looked like he might have not even showered that day. And he's just like, I'm here to root this team on. I'm here to like mess some people up. And film wise, I think his balance and his athleticism and his feet. And I, I could see it 
I'm so happy you brought it up because I, I didn't think about it. I could see him being a very nice puller. I really could because when you see him work to the second level mm-hmm. in his high films, it's very it's very effortless for him. Yeah. And I, I like Sham a lot. I yeah. would be surprised if he's not a two-year starter, maybe three-year starter, depending on what, what happens in front of him. But I, I like him a, a good amount. Um, and, and let me let me be fair to him. Uh, let me read off. Um, yeah, we gotta we gotta see. Matter of fact, I'm I'm interested because I know I read it off once before, but let's see how it. Uh, and I'm sorry, yeah, we've definitely talked about it before in the pod. Yeah, no, I know we've already broken his film down because I remember rewatching his, uh, or like when I was watching the film that it was the same thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, another Georgia guy, which I like. Um, and you know what? It's funny you're talking about his size. Can't coach size. I actually thought about that when we saw that when we got the JUCO kid, uh, because you the other couple pods ago you were talking about Orlando Brown. You're like Orlando Brown's not even that good, but he's gonna make a ton of money because he's just a huge, huge man. He is. Uh, man, listen to this, bro. This is this is another Ethan Ethan Davis type, like kind of blue chipper man, like Tennessee he's a four star. Yeah, Tennessee, Georgia, LSU, Michigan State, Auburn, uh, Florida, Florida State. Uh, Kentucky, Miami, North Carolina, Ole Miss. I mean, it's a nice, it's a nice list. He's a Georgia kid, Georgia mm-hmm. offered, and we and we got him. I I love that. So you know, you know, you know the two teams that I want to steal offensive linemen from the most: Notre Dame and Michigan. Notre Dame and Michigan, the past decade, have dominated in offensive line production and offensive line play, and guys get into the NFL. They also have about six of the ten Joe Moore awards in that time period um, for offensive line unit of the year. Michigan's back-to-back these past two years. So when we can steal an offensive line recruit from those two teams, that's when you're going to go, holy shit, that's what I like to see. Um, Obviously, Sham doesn't have an offer from either, but – when you're on that level, that those are the ones that we we need to steal. I would take this moment and take a shot at both of those schools, <laughs> but you're a good. NFL, but NFL wise, uh, is what I respect. And yeah. if they if they get drafted and then compete and and play early in the NFL, I'm not going to knock it because I can be like, yeah, Michigan's got a great offensive line. They're going to get you know probably blown out again by another SEC team. I don't know that for sure. We'll see. Um, but like, you know, uh, same thing with Notre Dame. I'm like, Notre Dame does have a really good offensive alignment, but it's like, so, so I'll, I'll refrain from taking my shots, but I agree. Like I want personally, if someone said, Reed, you can either have the two best blue chip, you know, wide receiver and running back, or you can have the two top blue chip offensive alignment for this class. I'm going to take an offensive lineman every day, every, every year, day, baby. Every every year, I'll find another running back. I'll find another receiver, even if it is a friggin' Bijan Robinson. You know, <laughs> exactly. hopefully, hopefully, I'll go get Jamar Gibbs. Uh, all right, let's let's hear your thoughts on Aiden Bustle. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, six five two eighty seven. So he's a little tiny bit undersized, but that's fine. He he wants to finish. Like his his main goal on a play is to dump a guy. It's not to see where the ball goes or follow the ball. It's to dump the dude. So love to see that out of offensive linemen, just aggression. Um, I think he's got, you know, a good base. 
his pass pro honestly like surprised me how good like I did not think it would be that good and then to see him set out of there with speed and quick steps and and have good footwork I was like oh okay like yeah I can see this I see Aiden probably being a guard um if I had to guess not a tackle um which is not a knock in any way it's just no hey this is gonna fit your body better and fit how you play better um and you know effort effort out of Aiden like I you know you see him running downfield you see him being the first one to celebrate with guys in the end zone you see him he blocked his guy, but the ball carrier is still going. He's looking for work. He, he's 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 trying to get an extra block. Like those kind of things, like I said earlier, <laughs> really show me who you are as a football player. So I like Aiden a lot. I, you know, obviously love the fact that he's a Tennessee guy. Um, you know, we're keeping guys in state. So I I I think Aiden will be an interior. He'll probably get some center snaps while he's at practice too. I would not be surprised. Um, and seems, yeah, it seems like a pretty good overall player. I can't wait to get him up to probably 310 is what I'd like to see. Uh, he's a little under 290 right now. So, like, put about 20 pounds on him. I'll be real happy. I remember when we first talked about Aiden, you, and, and we both kind of like that nasty. I, I know that you had mentioned you like to finish. Um, I one of my favorite plays on the highlight tape is a pass pro and he doesn't have someone initially and he's got those good feet. He's got that head on swivel and he comes down and picks somebody up. And and that's yeah. what I like to see uh, from a high school level guy. He's mm-hmm. finding work. He's he's got he's a headsy football player, you know, um, and, and he also seems like a guy who is like I mean, and it makes sense, you know, middle Tennessee guy. Um, I don't know for sure, but like maybe family grew up and he grew up being a Tennessee guy it's like it just seemed like dude was all in from the minute that he got the offer um I uh, 100% agree with you I think he's going to be more of an interior guy which like you said is a thousand percent not a knock like I wish you got would have gotten to play interior because it would have been a lot better for your body type um and, and your potential you know NFL career but um you know the offer list isn't isn't anything super special I mean he's got Tennessee he's got Boston College Cincinnati Kentucky, Mississippi State, Ole Miss, Vandy, uh, and then and then some smaller schools on there. Um, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but this is like, for example, so if like you know we're talking about Nate, who's a three star, or we're talking about Aiden. Like they're not; those are not on the same level. Like I I expect Aiden to come in, and I I think he plays. You know, I don't think he's a as a local three star kid that kind of gets lost in the depth and then in two years we're hearing about him transfer to you know UTC like, I don't I don't see that like that's mm. not my vibe with this one like I feel like Aiden does play um and the like I you know he kind of reminds me of kind of reminds me of Dylan Wiseman a yeah. little bit like I don't know why when I watched him and just his whole demeanor like and Dylan was a fine fine player at Tennessee like he he was he was not I mean I don't know what your opinion is but the what <laughs> the one thing about Dylan is uh, he literally did not give a shit about himself in any way, shape, or form. He would sacrifice his entire body to hit somebody or protect a running back. And, like, guy, like, made himself concussed multiple times because he would just be diving 
to try and hit someone um, and lead with his head. Like Dylan was the crazy offensive lineman that you need sometimes on your team. You need one. You need one on the on the. You need you need a crazy one or two offensive linemen, and you probably also need one crazy linebacker, maybe one crazy safety. Like you got to have a couple of those dudes that are just a little unhinged on our team. Yeah, yeah a little bit of a screw loose. Yeah. Um. Okay. Uh. Next on the list. I got, I got a little gold star when I said Dylan Wiseman, and you're like, "Yeah, I see that." Because I just I felt that vibe when I started watching. Yeah, it. you got it right. Uh, Bison Lang, uh, six four and a half, three thirty five out of Alabama. The first thing I pulled up on was, I was like, "Dang, this is this is a thick boy." Like, I hope he can move well. And then it's like the only play that they run, they pull him. They pull him over and over and over and have him lead block for his running back over and over. The most impressive part about that is he doesn't fall. He does not fall down. He's pulling from the tackle position and going inside the A-gap between the center and guard. There are so many bodies there, whether it be D-tackles, interior offensive linemen, linebackers. Not once is he tripping over dudes. Not once is he falling on his face and not able to block anybody. Like he stays up. That is incredible balance for that size of a man to have and be able to get to a second level block and open up a lane for running backs. Like that is so impressive. And it, it, it's it's funny. Like when I opened up the field and just looked at him, first looking at him, I'm like, oh man, like I hope he can move. Because sometimes these guys are just so big, they cannot move quick. And I was like, hell, he might not go like, you know, five one speed, but this man's got balance. He he, he can keep himself up. He's not going to fall over. So I like this film. Uh, I like what he showed on it. I I think uh, I think there was a lot of times that he is torquing instead of really like dumping a guy, uh, which is just someone not telling him the right thing to do. Like that is just an O-line coach being like, yeah, good knockdown on that. But it's like, it's not a knockdown. You, you did a wrestling move. You pushed and pulled, you pushed with your right arm and pulled with your left. So you torqued his body to where you could flip him over. And it's like, yeah, that works in high school. But when a guy, benches 400 pounds just like you do and you're going right. up against them that doesn't work and he's going to put you in the dirt when you try it um so that kind of stuff obviously like i said with offensive linemen a lot of times they do not have technique because they aren't coached technique so a lot of it's about like size effort you know their athleticism his balance for instance and like tenacity like how how much do you want to kill the guys in front of you and he has that stuff. So I like him. I, I think he's a good, you know, he's a later addition. And he's definitely, to me, an interior guy also. That's um, what I was going to ask. He's an interior guy also. But I like him a lot. I, I think he can add to this team. I think he he could eventually be a guy who could play, um, especially at a guard position, not a tackle. He's not going to be playing at tackle. Play at a guard position. Have the guy you're pass blocking right on top of you. You don't have a lot of time to mess up, to rethink. Just get your hands on them, and you're going to be all right. So 
for his for his size, what do you think of his strength? I think it's fine. I it's always so hard to tell. Like it's so hard to like really tell on film like how strong they are. I don't think he and this is another technique thing, uses his strength. A lot of guys like don't use their full bench press on a punch. They're just like grab a dude and then throw him. And it's like you you're not actually using all of your strength at once. So some guys are standing straight up, so they're not even using their they squat 500 pounds, but they stand straight up, so they don't even use their legs on their blocking. It's like get up underneath him and get in a squat and then use your strength to lift him off the ground and dump him. Like it's all part of it. Um, but yeah, I think it's fine. And if you're th- if you're 300 plus pounds and you get into an actual weight room, you're going to be benching, squatting near four, over five, near six. Like you're going to be able to do those things literally just based off your weight. Like it definitely helps when you're like trying to lift. So I, I think you'll be all right. So the reason I asked about his uh, the the strength is because if you are six four, you know three thirty five, and he looks like a good size. Um, if and I agree with you, I saw I, when I first saw it, and I watched it a while a, a little bit ago, and then rewatching it just here a few minutes ago or earlier before the pod. It's like, is this a sloppy body? Like, what are we doing here? And I, <laughs> I don't think he's a sloppy body at all. I like the fact that they trusted him enough to play tackle in high school because I think playing tackle helps with his athleticism. Yeah. Hopefully that'll help him be an athletic guard, you know, an interior guy. But I agreed with you. And that's why I asked is like, I thought the strength was fine. I did not see him putting that six four three thirty five in road grading people, which he probably has the ability to do. Yeah. Then like golf talk. This is, uh, <laughs> I would go golf with some of my buddies who are, you know, 6'1", 180, 175, you know, whatever, and I'm a thousand times stronger than them, and they're just blasting it off the tee because they are really good at using their whole body, a correct golf swing. Like, I'm more worried about trying to control it. So I'm like, if I can kind of swing all arms or kind of 75% swing and just put it in the fairway, like, that's all I need. Mm-hmm. You know, and so like that's where it's like sometimes you don't get all of your you don't get all of your body out of it. You know, like, you know, you're not he's not putting all that weight on someone and taking him. So. Is he a project guy? I wouldn't call him a project guy, but I would say maybe more of a potential uh, guy than a project yeah. guy. Because Tyler, listen to this. This is a fantastic. I mean, this is a four star offer list, a high four star, even five star offer list. So, uh, Tennessee, Auburn, Arkansas, Florida, Florida State, Kentucky, LSU, Miami, Mississippi State, Wake Fort, Notre Dame. Love it. Ole Miss, Penn State, South Carolina, Texas, mm-hmm. Texas A&M. You know, like, some, so a lot of coaches are seeing a lot of stuff that they like in him. And not that I don't. I mean, I, I like what I saw. Um but I, I wasn't I wasn't like, oh, my God, this is an all-tape guy. He didn't make the Reed Bacon all-tape team, which yeah. doesn't – because, some, like, you know what I mean? Like, don't give up sacks, give a little crease, and let's, let's, let's move. Let's keep yeah, – Exactly. Exactly. Um, and then 
I'll throw in Larry Johnson the third. He is a JUCO guy from Hutchinson Community College coming in. Um, so technically, he's a transfer, I guess. I don't know how they equate those guys now because they used to be like part of the signing classes. Um, six six three forty five. Now this I saw and was like, he's a sloppy body. He can't move. He's slow as molasses. And I'm watching the run plays, and it looks like it. Uh, he's on the backside just trying to cut off that three, like can barely get there. You know, he's trying to get up. The, he is huge, and he is strong. He definitely uses his strength. Um, but then, all of a sudden, here comes a pass set. Here comes a pass rep in his film. And I'm like, where the hell did those feet come from? Because I didn't see those of your run blocking. You didn't move near that quick. But then he gets in his pass set. And, I mean, it's Chris. Good first initial kick to get out. Then he's got them choppy feet. And he's working with this guy. Like, that's exactly what you want. He stays square. It's like he his pass set at tackle looks great. I need to work on his run blocking. This is a guy I don't think he can pull like Darnell Wright did this past year. So, can he make that next step? Can he actually like contribute? Okay, can he play? Because he has to play tackle. He is too damn big to be inside. Um, he just really is. He's got to play the tackle position. And at tackle, are you going to be able to move? Can you cut off a four eye on the backside? Can you take care of that man by yourself and let us take care of the front? Because that's what you're going to have to do versus bare defenses, versus a lot of teams that we're going to play. Can you get out of your stance fast? Can you cut him off? That is my question mark when it comes to Larry Johnson because he is so big and is not moving out of his stance very fast. But hopefully he is able to grow. He's able to integrate into that because unless he does, he's not going to see the field. And I want him to see the field. I want him to have success. I want every single one of these guys to have success. Agreed completely about when I first saw this, like on Twitter, and it came through, and I was like, "Oh boy, is this a project boy? Is this a uh, is this a, is this a, just a big body? Let's get him in here. Let's see what we can do." And then he pop, pop, pop sets, use some feet. I'm like, I was like, "What?" Yeah. I was like, not expecting that on like one of his first couple highlights. Yeah. Uh, this is also one of those golf talk. It's like, bro, get your weight in what you're doing and mow people over, like. Like, you know, and, and you know what, six six three forty. we all know he ain't going to be 340. He's going to be down to, you know, 325, you know, 330 <laughs> yeah. if he plays. You can't you can't keep because, all this offense at 340. Right. And and this is another one of those guys that, like, I'll be excited to see at practice. So, like, Sham, I think I know what I'm going to see at practice. Yeah. Uh, Aiden, I have a feeling I know what I'm going to see at practice. Uh, this one's like – is this going to look good or is this going to, is this going to be like, yeah, this was maybe kind of what I thought because there's a little more potential than I was expecting. Yeah. When I first saw it. Um, so I'll be, I'll be excited. And like you said, like, I hope, I mean, he's got some of the, you know, he's got the size, some of his feet on pass pro. And I thought some of his hands on pass pro were pretty good too. Like he looked pretty solid, but um, yeah, I, yeah. I, I'm good with it because it's an offensive lineman. I'd rather, I'd much rather take a project on an offensive lineman than a Nate Spillman at receiver. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or like something like that. Poor Nate just catching all these strays. <laughs> it's it's just an easy example, but um, yeah. So he's gonna he's gonna be our new Jalen Hyatt. 
Hey, if he comes and wins a Blitnikoff, I mean, I mean, last po- last podcast we're really just talking about hitting and high the whole time, and we get less views than we've ever gotten, and every comment's like the continued high. Hey, I'm like, damn it, like I'm sorry, like I even I haven't even checked the 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 uh, comments yet, so that's funny. We, we I mean, we're happy for him. I mean, yeah, like know. I. Like, I'm pretty sure we said on there, like, he deserves the trophy. No way we're saying he doesn't deserve the trophy. He definitely does. It was just a comment on a holistic view of a wide receiver. Thank you guys for watching and listening. If you are watching, please subscribe and like and hit that notification bell. If you're listening, please rate and review. Leave us five stars. Download and re-download. It helps us so much. Um, If you want to follow us on social media, at Believe in Tennessee for our main account on Twitter, at rbacon26 for Reed, at Kyler Curvison for myself on all social medias. Uh, we also have merch, How We Doing Bud t-shirts, wearing it right now. You can go buy, um, you know, link is below. It's in my, all of our socials, so go ahead and check that out. Uh, great Christmas gift. So, and uh, always appreciate you guys. Thank you so much for your support. We will see you next week. And as always... Go Vols. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.